0: So today we're going to speak about how to get approved for apartment in new york city with bad credit you dig what i'm saying full disclosure i am a real estate agent in new york city i've been so for the past eight going on nine years so you at the right place, right channel. I know what I'm talking about. I help all of my clients with this in this situation. Um, I've seen every kind of deal. I've seen deals that may seem impossible to someone else, but we still got people and families within the door when their credit wasn't the best or even their income wasn't the best. But we only gonna put people in apartments that they can actually afford. You dig me? So let's get right into it. Let's speak about the qualifying factors you need to have even to get qualified for an apartment in New York City. Let's start there, okay? So let's educate the people first. First and foremost, if you didn't know, you have to have a credit score of around 650, and you have to make around 40 times the rent. I say around because it doesn't have to be on the money, 40 times the rent, credit score 650. It could be in the neighborhood. Let's start with an example. So if an apartment is $1,500, you have to make about $60,000 to qualify for that apartment. However, if you make 52,000, 55,000, even somewhere as low as 49,000, that's still somewhere in the neighborhood of qualifying for that apartment. So for every 1500, you have to make $60,000. Again, somewhere around there. And in regards to the credit score, again it could be around 650 it could be 635 640 645 you could even be as low as 625 maybe 620 it depends on how lenient the landlord is and you know a lot of people you know are real i'm gonna say ignorant when it comes to those qualifications and i'm speaking about other real estate professionals and and obviously landlords it's plenty of times where i have to educate you know other real estate agents, whether they're ignorant, just straight arrogant, or they just playing out brand new, you know that you know we're only at ten ninety nine and by commission. So I don't like when I see real estate agents talk about yo they don't make exact amount. Do you make exact amount? I remember one time this real estate agent told me my client was supposed to have a seven hundred credit score and their score was six seventy, and he asked me why was the score so low, and I'm like, bro, don't do that because real estate agents. Don't get me wrong, we make a lot of money, but a lot of y'all don't. No, don't maybe blow you up. A lot of y'all don't. A lot of y'all begging for leads and begging to be on Ryan Serhan team. And yeah, we know about y'all. So I don't like when real estate agents act all bougie when it comes with a client that they they're they're more qualified as a person than they are. Like they make more money than you. So pump the brakes and relax. Let's carry on. And I also educate, you know, clients and landlords as well. Like the clients when I mean the landlords as clients. Sometimes they just don't know, or sometimes they're scared because you're allowing someone in your home and the landlord tenant laws is geared more towards the tenants more than anything. So I understand the fairness of the landlord, but we have supporting documents to back up, you know, even if somebody's a little low or short when it comes to the income or credit, you know, so I always educate them as well. It's the other other supporting documents. Like we asked for like your last four pay stubs, your last last three bank statements, and your recent tax return because those supporting documents is gonna help you get approved even if you were a little short and stuff like that. But I understand you guys are not here for that. You're here for how to get approved for bad credit. So there's many different ways you could get approved. Um, You could get approved by just getting a cosigner or a guarantor, you know what I'm saying? But let's just stick to the word guarantor for now. Um, It's the same thing. A guarantor has to make 80 times the rent of the apartment. So if the apartment is $1,500, you have to qualify for $60,000 and that person would have to qualify for $120,000. They would have to make $120,000 a year to qualify as a guarantor the reason being if in the event you cannot pay your rent in the event they have to be able to take care of themselves and also help you out and let me correct myself a co-signer and a guarantor is not the same a co-signer is a person is just co-signing for the apartment like a boyfriend and a girlfriend so even if um, but they have to live in the residence. So, you know, a lot of people try to get over, try to get a little slick, and they may have their mom or their dad or someone co sign for them as if they're going to live in an apartment and still try to get approved that way. Do what you want. I don't advise that because you're lying to the landlord and telling them that someone's going to live there and they're not, but that's your business. So, just a difference a guarantor is someone that does not need to live in the premises or co-signer is a person that actually is going to live in the premises and when they ask for 40 times the rent the co-signer and the main signer of the apartment is going to be the combined income Uh, okay so sometimes people may not qualify as a guarantor because Let's be real, not a lot of people make 80 times of rent for the kind of apartment you're looking to get. So somebody may say, okay, cool, let's just be a co-signer so they could combine the income. It's not you have to make 40 times and they have to make 40 times. In that case, when it's a co-signer, it could be a combined income. So let's carry on. So let's just say you don't have a guarantor that makes 80 times of rent, respectfully, because again, not everybody makes an income six figures. Let's just say that. Not everybody makes 100000 and better. Respectfully. So there are these guarantor companies called insurance and the guarantors. Now, insurance is more affordable than the guarantors and they both offer the same exact service. So these corporate guarantor companies, because that's basically what they are, it's a corporation being a guarantor for you. So these corporate guarantor companies act as an insurance policy for landlords and for the tenant so so if you cannot pay your rent no more and you're behind on your rent a few months these programs these services excuse me these services will pay the rent for you so you don't get evicted and the landlord don't lose out on rent money that's helpful so uh, at least 90% of landlords that I ran into in New York City meaning Manhattan Brooklyn Queens Bronx Staten Island they used these companies just to kind of guarantee payment when someone's credit is not all the way there or their income is not all the way there and full disclosure these um yes you can have bad credit and get approved by these services but you have to get approved for these services okay in order to be a client they have to approve you just like a credit card um if you have multiple evictions if you have a lot of delinquencies on your on your credit report like you never really paid bills in the past and you're not responsible They may not, in my experience, for what I've seen, they may not accept you as a client. But if you have one or two delinquencies, maybe an eviction, maybe not, it's not that bad, but it's bad. Like you have like a 590, a 570, 550, maybe even a 600, 610, and it's not that bad. You just need a little assistance getting approved. You have more of a high chance over someone that has multiple evictions and never really pay any bills and their credit report is looking in shambles basically you dig what i'm saying and don't necessarily focus on the score because you and someone else can have the same exact score but this person may have way more delinquencies than you have so it's more so about the details of the of the credit report versus the actual number you follow what i'm saying and insurance is more affordable than the guarantors like i said so insurance they typically ask for 80% of the rent as a service fee. And this service fee is a one-time fee. It's not a recurring fee over the course of your rent. It's a one-time service fee. So if the apartment is $2,000, 80% of 2,000 is 1,600. But I always tell clients, I don't like to overpromise and underdeliver. So even though it could be 80% of the rent, I always say just designate one one month's rent to them. It may be lower. If it's lower, you won. Versus me telling you it's sixteen hundred dollars and then come to find out it's nineteen hundred dollars. You're gonna look at me like I've lied to you. So I'm gonna tell you always have one month's rent or whatever the rent is for these guarantor services, okay? The guarantors, they act. I've seen them ask for upwards of three months for the same exact service that insurance asks for. So I always gear my clients to insurance because it's obviously more, more affordable. They do have to run your background, things like that. So if we have like one chance to play around, I'd rather um, go with insurance versus the guarantors because it's the same exact service. I've, I've seen them charge an excessive amount of money like it's like you know, I, I like to have options. Don't get me wrong. So I try. I've seen both, and I've seen a client go there, and they ask for one one amount, and insurance asks for the other amount. And full disclosure, I'm not being paid by these companies to um, advertise or to let you guys know. Um, I'm just a great real estate agent in New York City. And like I said, a lot of other agents are not that great. They may not educate you on these things, or you may want to represent yourself when it, when you go to um you know. Go rent an apartment so you can use this knowledge that i'm giving you to actually get approved because a lot of times you know if you know your credit is bad or your income is lower than it's supposed to be be honest with yourself at least and then go to these programs first get approved by these programs as a backup because you can get approved by insurance or the guarantors that doesn't mean you have to use them so if you go apply for an apartment you go apply for an apartment as is and if god forbid you get denied you can tell that real estate agent or that landlord listen i've been approved for the guarantors or insurance let's go that route and more than likely 90 percent of the time they're going to say yes um in regards to the moving costs for an apartment um back in the days in new york city you know they were allowing people to pay months up front for rent um, unfortunately, that's no longer the case because a lot of landlords, what they were doing, is you know I've even seen it happen with clients of mine, right. Um, a client might might be an entrepreneur at 1099 like myself and might have you know good credit and everything, but it's not like a W-2 like everyone else. So, so the landlord may not feel as comfortable, or someone might flat out have bad credit. And they may ask them to pay six months up front. Now that six months was sometimes it was up front, like the first six months, but a lot of times I've seen landlords ask for ask for six months up front and then be for the back end of the lease. So imagine you paying first month rent, security deposit and then six months, but it's to the last six months. So the very next month, you still gotta pay your rent. So I guess the city kind of kicked in and kind of noticed that and they banned that. So moving forward, again, if you wanna represent yourself, um, just know if a, a real estate agent or a landlord for that matter, actually for multiple months of rent upfront, just know it's it's really illegal. Um, a, a real estate agent should know better than that. A landlord may not know better than that because they're not held to a standard by law. They're just being a landlord. So they legit may not know. And if they don't know, show them this video and have them call me and contact me and I'll let them know for free and you'll get approved. No, no issue. So just know that. And application fees cannot exceed $20. That's another thing because back in the days, application fees for a regular apartments were $150, $125, $80, $100. So the city also kicked in and say it cannot exceed $20. So again, a real estate agent, a licensed real estate agent cannot ask you for an application fee that exceeds $20 unless it's a condo building and they have like a special condo application or co-op building with a special co-op application or certain condos and co-op buildings they have something called move-in fees so just in case something goes wrong with the move and you scratch the wall they'll take it out of that sometimes they give it back to you sometimes they don't but the standard apartment the application fee should not exceed $20 that's that's basically what it is so that's it how long is this video this video is like 13 minutes so that's straight to the point so again if you have bad credit and you don't make 40 times the rent um and again let let me let me rephrase that if you don't make 40 times the rent and you and you or you like um like a 1099 and you kind of can't prove income They'll help you in that regard because we only want to get people in, in, in apartments that they can afford. You understand? Um, these 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 guarantor programs is really geared towards people with bad credit. But again, if you can't really prove income, the guarantor programs is also good for people that's a 1099 that kind of can't prove income. Um, but again, if you don't have that 650 credit score, you have 550, 530, 520, 490, you never know for things in the past, that you try to clean your credit up, you can definitely go this route and use insurance or the guarantors. Like I said before, insurance is way more affordable than the guarantors in my experience. So they may have changed. I, I, I never looked into them because the last thing I, I want to do for a client is tell them they need to, you know, get a guarantor program to, you know, so that they could, you know, get approved for an apartment. And I don't want the first thing that they that they see is a, a hefty one time fee. I'd rather them see a one month fee at most. So their moving costs would be first month rent, security deposit the insurance, service fee, and the broker fee. That might be 8,000, 2,000 times four, or if the broker fee is 15% of the annual rent um, of $2,000, dollars will be $3,600. So your moving cost could be anywhere between $8,000 and $9,600 so that's really about it hope this video was helpful if you need anything if you need an apartment need somewhere to live you want to buy sell a property in New York City I am licensed as a real estate agent obviously said it a thousand times um, I've been in the game for about eight going on nine years I've done every kind of deal new development condo co-op townhouse brownstone I just don't do commercials it's not my thing if you're not looking for what know where to live it's not my thing. I do not deal with investors. Do not ask me about fixing and flipping properties. I do not do that. I only deal with people that's looking for somewhere to live. So, you